Hey, what is up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by the incredible sponsors of the program, ChemicalFreeBody.com. If health and wellness is a priority for you, then check out the incredible products over at ChemicalFreeBody. Plant-based nutritional supplements from Super Greens, my favorite, with all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and micronutrients in just one single scoop. Toss it in your glass of water, your shake, your smoothie, however you want to do it. They also have other incredible products, gut detoxers, anti-inflammatories, immune boosters, and so much more. ChemicalFreeBody.com and check out that promo code, it's me, all one word, it's me for discounts at your checkout. And look, we have so many different insurance policies in our life. And if the last couple years has taught you anything, it taught me that storable food needs to be on that list. Prepare with itsme.com, the incredible products over at My Patriot Supply. They have four-week supply of food, three-month supply, all products with up to a 25-year shelf life. Have the peace of mind, ladies and gentlemen, of having storable food and have that supply on deck. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And uh, if you have, you know, shaving needs like nice chrome domes like me, SkullShaver.com is a whole new concept in face and head shaving. The products offered over there include men's head shavers, face shavers, hair clippers, and trimmers. And ladies, we haven't forgot about you with the butterfly kiss. And we also have a large selection of accessories to make your life that much more simple. All of the shavers come with uh, removable, washable blades made of premium Japanese stainless steel to ensure flawless results. It just makes it so much easier. You can get your shaving done anytime, anywhere, in or out of the shower. It gets no better. Skullshaver.com, front slash discount, front slash it's me. All of the links to these incredible products will be in the description of this episode. So without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Father's Day. So on a couple of different occasions, I was able to record a couple of conversations I had with my father. Uh, one of them, I actually was sitting down in the same room. And in another instance, he was telling me a story that uh, I recorded um, that I found very fascinating about uh, some kind of stuff that he went through and was dealing with uh, in his hometown. Just some life stories. And I uh, decided to cut these together for your listening enjoyment on this Father's Day. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And again, happy Father's Day. I love you, Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, a very special installment of It's Me Speaking to You. I'm, as always, your ever-faithful host, Mr. Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you live and direct from the gateway to the West. And today, man, to call it special is to understate it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is the reason for my being, quite literally. Mr. Kenneth Arthur Wilson is joining us today. What's up, Pops? How you doing this what morning? What an introduction. I love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I love you, brother. Well, we've had an interesting morning, have we not? Oh, my goodness. Let's, you need uh, to talk about let's it, Let's recap the morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I, uh, I live in an apartment complex. Uh, don't judge me. Yes, I rent. <laughs> And this morning, we, we've had a problem. My pops is coming to town, and he visited me uh, over this last week, and we, we've heard just some murmuring, some odd, strange things going on upstairs. And I had notified my landlord, and I'm like, you got to handle this. Something's up. And sure enough, this morning, what happened? Well, I was you up. You were up early. You were up before me. I was trying to put a battery in your car. Yes. You know, out by the alley. I seen a car or two come down the alley. No big deal. People going to work. Next thing I know, there's about four or five guys running down the alley. There's a lady walking her dog, told her to get back, get back. 
turned around and seen me standing by your car and told me to sit down. I said, oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> it is on. The block is kinda hot. Ex- kind of been expecting it. Something's been, I mean, it's been. What, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I was going to call them because, I mean, like, you know, somebody's running a circular saw at 2 or 3 a.m. I didn't know yeah. if they were trying to dispose of a body or whatever it was, but. You know, come to find out, you know, there's some there's some nefarious business going on right above me, ladies and gentlemen. And um, yeah, it was pretty much drug related, man. You know, St. Louis, it was, you know, heroin and meth. And it was it was a pretty gnarly scene and kind of scary for a moment. It was it was, you know, and I'm glad they nipped it in the bud. And I wound up talking to some of the cops. I'm like, you know, you guys must have read our minds because we were going to hit you up because something was going down. And so this morning we're boom. Search warrant, search warrant. <laughs> Pop me out of bed. It was, it was like Pop said, it was on. But uh, yeah, that was the interesting start of our morning. You yes, know, it, yes, it was, <laughs> it was definitely my heart still pumping. You know, bit. it was pretty fascinating. But uh, it, it's a very, very good thing to get have my pops here on the show. He he's had a <clears throat> excuse me, he had, he's had an opportunity to see me doing what I do a little bit, couple I of my shows. I love it, yeah. Between the It's Me Speaking to You, he caught one with uh, myself and Pat Militich the other day. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't get to see, obviously, you know, as we get older, we don't see our family as much as we'd like to, but, you know, Pops, Mom and Pops both retired, have an opportunity to kind of cruise around and do what they do, and they, they kind of make their rounds. Pops makes their rounds, Mom makes their rounds, and mm-hmm. goes and sees all the family, which is always so appreciated, man. But, Pops, you know, we have you here. You know, like I said, you're my reason for being, my friend. And uh, it's it's absolutely lovely. We're going to kind of pick your brain a little bit. I know you said you don't want to stick around too long. No, I'm not too much of a pro at this, buddy. That's you know? all right. That's all right. Like I told you. quiet guy. You we, know? Need these, we need this for the archives. <laughs> okay. We need this you, for the archives. You got it, baby. You got it. So growing up, my pops, man, I mean, he's... Whatever he's, he's fascinating, very very fascinating, and just awesome human being. Growing up here, not too far from here in St. Louis, Quincy, Illinois. What was it like growing up in Quincy, Illinois? You uh, you know, three brothers, one sister. Am I correct? Uh, we got we got five boys, one girl. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to mm-hmm. miss. I a couple of your uncles. Yeah, there, I'm sorry. Right? I'm thinking of our family. Three, well, whatever. But so you know, you guys were all into sports. Very, very into sports. Oh, very much in the family, yeah. Yeah, baseball, you know, football. Basketball, track, all of them. Yeah. You know, loved you, it. You guys, I mean, your Quincy Blue Devils in what year was that you guys took state? Or not took state, second? No, we took third in the state in 1962. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. We were talking the other day, and, <clears throat> you know, not to, not to you know, pull any kind of race card, but things things were difficult oh, for goodness. you back in the day. Oh, yes. you for everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you you were the star player, you know, left-handed, and we're going to get into how that reverberated throughout the world here oh, in a see, little bit. there you go. I, I was one of those. Uh, one of you those. were one. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. You you had to go, when you guys would go out of town, you would have to go in through the back and, like, all these different kind of things. Oh, yeah, we had those situations, different towns, escorting in and out of towns, a couple places, yeah. Right, right. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, different, obviously different times. But, you know, we were talking the other day, and you were saying specifically in Quincy, Illinois, it was kind of like like most things, very political. Everyone has their own little fiefdom, and they all just wanted their kind of suburban rich kids to play. And you guys didn't quite get your nod until, you know, what was that, late 60s? You guys were uh, able to— Things started to smooth out. We got a different coach in there who weren't 
who wasn't afraid to play people who were supposed to be played. Shout out to that you coach, know. Pop. Who was your coach? That was Coach Cheryl Hanks. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you guys, you know, the Quincy Blue Devils don't even know, like, who's produced from there. You got Bruce Douglas. I mean, you got. Oh, my goodness. Quincy's really got a, uh, a deep, a deep tradition in basketball. Back in the 50s, even Uncle Art. Yeah. In the late 40s, you know, it's uh sports sports rich town, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you guys like yeah. you said, you guys were uh, you know, all the all the kids, all the Wilson kids were all into some type of sport. I remember like Uncle Danny, you guys excelled. Like I said, it was yeah. football, baseball, basketball. Tried them all, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are you up to now, my man? I mean, I, I have people like Hoop, our boy Hoop. Shout out to my man, Mike Houska. You, as a retired individual, you know, you, you, you live the life that a lot of people kind of dream of. You just kind of do your own thing. What, well, what do you got? Like, you're bouncing around. You got- well, what we did, as you know, you know, mom and I, you know, come out of work and sold the house and the furniture, bought an RV and hit the road, bud. Right, right. You know, that was our, that was one of our dreams, you know, when we were young and in love. What are we going to do when we right, retire? Right, right. There you go. Mom liked to travel. I like to travel. Still do. Yeah, Slowing absolutely. down quite a bit, but still do. Well, those gas prices, man, that kind of puts a hindrance. Oh, I definitely did, you know. Staying on the road, yeah. Yeah, you know, pockets wasn't deep enough to pay that 3 and $4 a gallon, man. <laughs> That's honest got truth, you know. It is pricey. Is it? But, I mean, like I said, as a retired individual, you're living the life. We were oh, talking the other day, yeah. all the different concerts. Who all have you seen? I mean, you've seen a little oh, bit. Oh, my goodness, baby. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cool and the Gang, Smokey Robinson, Roberta Black. Everybody. Yeah, just a lot of, uh, I like my music. And in Southern California, those casinos bring in those good entertainments, and Mom and I Jump on them periodically, you know. Right. <clears throat> Seeing the best. And, yeah, we happen to have – it is so cool. If you listen, if you follow the lineage of my program, then you've heard one of my first interviews with an individual named Tommy Wells, Thomas Wells. And uh, he had so much shine and so much love to give to my pops. I, I forget what kind of term he used, but he was like, dude, your pop is VIP status forever. Tommy Wells and his brother. What's his brother's name? Lewis. Lewis Wells. Lewis Wells is basically the costume supervisor for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Been with him ever since 79. 79. And his brother, Tommy Wells, they both kind of do. Tommy Wells does, I mean, Barbara Streisand, it's Dr. Dre, Jay-Z, Neil Diamond. I mean, he's everywhere. Right now, I think he's with, uh, I forget, but he, he's a little bit. Lionel Richie, he, the guy's everywhere. It's so funny and fascinating. You should go back and listen to that interview, everybody. He is him and his brother were the original designers of Prince's 1999 album with the with the coat and and the uh, the next, motorcycle. Next door neighbors. Yeah, yeah. next door neighbors. When yeah. we lived in Rock Island, and that, is that crazy? But they had so much love to give to Pops because when they came into the to talk about that uh, Pop because they had so much love to give because you went out of your way to make them. And that's yeah. really what they lament, you know, 40 years later, how how, how you went so far out of your way well, to they, make sure that they were, you know, what good yeah. what was going on with well, them. Well, mom's single mother, you know, had a number of kids, and, you know, it was it was tough, you know. It had yeah. to be tough. Fourth Street, and, Rock uh, Island, baby. I would see the kids out in the yard, and sometimes, you know, Tommy would be 
all down and crying. I'd ask him, what's wrong, little buddy? We'd talk a little bit, and I'd try to encourage him. It's going to be all right. Mom's just trying to do the best she can. You Absolutely. Know, that kind of thing. You know, good kids, you know, look at the results of them, you know. So, well, I mean, it, it totally, it really, really did stick with them. Because if you, I mean, like, again, if you go back to that interview with Tommy Wells, and I'm trying to get his brother on soon. Uh, I mean, literally, I mean, that really, really did stick with them. And you can tell how yeah. much that meant. You know, it's like, you know, your pops got VIP status, you know, wherever we go. And like you said, you've seen Earth, Wind, and Fire a number of times, Oh, right? yeah. Every time we get, they come around, Lewis fixes it up. Yeah, you know? we got the VIP yeah. treatment. So, uh, well, like I said, I'm not going to keep you too long. But, you know, part of what we talked about, you know, your sports lineage, you you, you were the man. You were the man in Quincy. Oh, you're being generous. Well, man. come yeah. on now. Yeah. Because uh, clearly, <laughs> as this story is going to illustrate, my pops was the, it is the man, but in the sports <laughs> world, was the man. He relayed a story to me a while ago that I just, I was pretty floored by. And as you hear it, it, it becomes one of those, like, what are the freaking odds of this going down? Pops, relay the story of the gentleman as a retired man out, you guys were out in Arizona, correct? We was out in Arizona doing out, our RV thing. Out in Arizona, hundreds of miles away from Quincy, Illinois, or the Quad Cities or wherever. And you ran into somebody, and he knew you from Quincy and being the nicest left-hander in Quincy. Tell the story, Pop. Well, just kind of weird, Jeff. I don't know if I can catch the build-up here. But anyhow, his name was uh, Herb Porter from Denver, Colorado. We were both out RVing. He was on his way, actually, to uh, the Super Bowl down in uh, San Diego. Found out he was from Centralia, Illinois. I was trying to tell him. I said, well, you know, Herb, I said, I'm familiar with Centralia. I played played little basketball. That's Southern Illinois. played little basketball down there. And I asked him, I said, do you know a, a, a young man, Herb Williams? I think it was Williams, Herb Williams. He said, oh, yeah. He said, he said where are you from? I said, we're from Quincy, Illinois. Quincy, well, Quincy had a pretty pretty good ball player there, left-handed dude. And I looked at him, and I said, Herb, I said, you might not believe this. I said, but you, you're talking to him. <laughs> he said, I had only known the man for 10 minutes. He right. said, you lying NMF. <laughs> you can say, you, you lying motherfucker, yeah. what he called you. <laughs> yeah, you lying motherfucker. I said, no, man. I said, you know, I, we got to talking. We're good friends today. He's not in real good health nowadays, but I call him and check with him. He's not on the road RVing anymore, but we used to meet up out on the road after that quite a bit. You know, hell of an experience. I was relating that to Jeff to try to tell him and show him how small this world is. You yeah, know? it is. And that's that's good. Well, not only how small this world is, but how nice you were with the basketball, my man. Because <laughs> all that bad, well, you know, yeah, no superstar, but I did well. Baby. Well, I mean, clearly, you know, you're, you're embarrassing pops. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't have someone come up to you forty some <laughs> years after high school remembering how nice you were. So yeah, you're you're a modest man, and I, I accept that, and I love you for it, but. You know, that, that's one of those stories that you just don't that don't yeah. get very often. It's hard for people to believe that, you know. I right. tell people that story, oh, you kidding me. Right, no, yeah. It happened. It definitely happened. The, odd, the odds of that mm. are, are, are pretty fascinating. What we also talked about, and I'm going to let you off the hook here. I know we're pushing the 12-minute mark. I know we're... <laughs> yeah, I told you, not too long, baby. You know? we, we, have, we have a family member that we were talking about... Um, Ken Norton, uh, the recently deceased Ken Norton, rest in peace, sir. We are related to him in. Well, I don't through marriage, we're related. Through marriage, correct, uh, correct. Uncle Art married 
Ken Norton's mother's sister, you know, so that's an opportunity to, you know, you, we're related, man. Right, right. You just say that's it's not a blood relationship. It's sure. A relationship through marriage. Yeah. Did and you get a chance ever to meet him, hang out with oh, him? Oh, yeah. And... We competed against each other in high school. He was in, from Jacksonville, Illinois. Right, right. Ran track against him. Um, Did you beat him? basketball. No, because he, uh, he was running. Well, I was running. No, I didn't beat him because we were both running hurdles. Yeah, he beat me in the hurdles. Okay. We beat him in basketball. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, you know, cr- crazy associations that we have here in the old Wilson clan. You know, Pops is, is like I said, in town for just, uh, you're leaving tomorrow morning, correct? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow mm-hmm. morning, man. It's, it's like I said, it's just a, a lovely thing to have him down. We, we just don't. All of us just don't get a chance to hook up as much as we should or used to. Well, that's true. Yeah, back in the old Colony Drive days, I mean, it was it was almost, I don't know how frequent it was, very frequent where everybody would come and oh, yeah. chill out at 111 Colony, throw down the pallet on the ground wherever you could get in, you'd fit in. Yep, that's about it. And, uh, you know, as many as we can get. I, I actually I went to the uh, I went to the hollowed grounds last summer. I don't know if you saw this. I did, yep, a, I I did, did. a Facebook live mm-hmm. video I and approached the gentleman who wasn't too keen on my arrival. <laughs> he wasn't, was he? But, you know, fuck him. I, you know, that was my spot. I told him this was, this is, too much was the same. The rocks. I mean, uh, anyway, they, this doesn't make sense to our listeners so much. But 111 Colony Drive was the spot, man. And the Wilson family's always got, that's what I love about us, Pop. Like, we, we don't see each other very much, and it, it, it kind of sucks that way. But we still have, and as, oh, I've, yeah. as I've gotten older, and honestly, I've, I've met people who, have very much more detached relationships with their family because I just think it's just everybody has a great family, you know, and that's just not the case. Uh, not always. It just it makes us appreciate, you know, that much more what we have, and we've you know always had a really cool, tight family, which um, you know I, I've always loved so much, man. Yeah, pops too, man. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you, know, you get the you get the chance. That's the way I you know I was kind of bought up, man. It was always family members around. You know, like I said, when I was a kid, it was a little different back there. You had to have each other, you know? Yeah. You know, to, you know, to keep that unity going. You stuck together. You did things together because we couldn't do what everybody else could do. The community, you know? yeah, was so much smaller. Then. I mean, mm-hmm. you could re- yeah. go to the store yeah. by yourself, et cetera, et cetera. It's definitely a different world. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad we've kept it all together. I mean, like I said, it's, it's doesn't, it isn't as frequent as we uh, would uh, we like. We do as the a, best we, we can. We know? do. We do. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy, so. Life moves on. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, any final words, Kenneth Arthur Wilson? Well, I'm just I'm proud of you and what you're doing. Well, I'm thank you so about, much. Uh, thank you so much, Pop. Listen, you in your interviews, your excitement. I love the excitement you have. Troy. I get a little fired up. Yeah, sometimes. you do, but I get, get a little fired yeah, up. Yeah, you, you get with it. I like <laughs> I like that. But that's 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 your uh, uh, that's your mo. I bet you people know you by your energy that you bring. You know. Well, I hope so. Like mm-hmm. uh, between these kind of conversations, where it's kind of a variety, where you just kind of pick somebody's brain, or the like the conspiracy farm with Pat Milicic, we kind of. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the yin yang actually, and I kind of dig that. I try to find mm-hmm. that balance between like the heavy stuff yeah. and then lighthearted conversations like this. You You've know, had I mean? them both. I've seen you do both of them. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy it. You know. Right. Well, what's next? Where are you heading? What, what's your? What's well, like I said, I'm heading back home, and I'm I'm staying with your brother Lance right now. I got to go out and set up the trailer. Mom would be home from Georgia here pretty quick. I had to come home to get some uh, check with my doctors and. Check on some of this uh, side effects as medications got. Yeah, going. boy. So just trying to take care of myself. So 
I just took the opportunity to come down. You know, we usually stop through coming. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Anyhow. Yeah. So I said, well, I've seen everybody this winter but uh, my baby boy. So I said, let me jump <laughs> on the bus and go see Jeff. I've enjoyed it. It's been great, man. Yeah. Got, this my, got to know my granddaughter a little more, jumping up like a weed. And she is She's growing man. like a champ. I've seen, and I, I don't watch more, much TV, but I've seen more Bonanza and Gunsmoke oh, yeah. and Columbo yeah, than I've seen channel, man. This TV, yeah. Pops loves his throwbacks and his, oh, his golf. His, his go- Talk to me before we get off here, Pop. Mm-hmm. You, if, if we could create an online community or an online golf game of, what's the name of the game you play the golf game? Oh, Lynx. My, <laughs> my Lynx 203. It is called Lynx 203, and I defy any human being <laughs> to even approach my Pops on this game. Like the time oh, there's spent, some better ones out there, babe, I bet you. But, I mean, he, he could probably win himself a nice chunk of change in some <laughs> contests. If anybody wants to put together some Lynx online, I know it's an older game, but... What is your fascination with this game, Pops? You you put mucho time into this well, game. Well, you know, it's actually, to me, it's actually like playing the real game because all the You all break the elements, it down. You break it down. Yeah, all the elements, you know, the wind, you know, the, the light, the you know. The of the green. It's all, uh, it's like you're on the golf course. It's, got, it's good for me for golf course management, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I use it kind of. I don't play that much golf anymore, but this keeps me in the game. You've been playing it for a very, very oh, long time. Oh my goodness! When you did start, did that did that breaking it down kind of that? That's what grabbed me. Did it did it translate to the actual game though? Oh, the yes. physical yeah, game? Yeah, that's the way I take it. That's the way you know. That's the way I received it. Yeah, you know, and I actually use some. You know. Instead of just going out there swatting and hitting the ball, you know, check out your life. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Check out your angles, the wind. You know, you pay more attention to it. And those know? computer games are so sophisticated now that they, oh, it's well, not just yeah. Hit, yeah. Well, mine's an old one. 203 was the last year Lynx, I think, did this. And uh, there's, I didn't even, Lance told me, your brother told me, he said he's seen some other games, but this is one of the most graphic ones he's seen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh Oh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm hooked, buddy. Oh yeah, you've been, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's kind of staggering, ladies and gentlemen, when you see the time put in. But I mean, like I said, I, we can, we can open the challenge to anyone who listens, anyone online who would like to challenge my pops in a game of Links Two Hundred Three. I, we, we get a pool together. We can put some money on the line because I'm oh, telling you, well, well, I'm telling you, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Whoever it is steps oh, up. Pops is going to shut you down. Pressure on me, man. Stephen you know? Hawking style. No, I'm telling you, you just don't put that much. He's a master, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let him fool you. As you've heard, the man is very modest, so I'm going to toot his horn for him. He'll smash you. Oh, shoot. But, Pops, I love you, man. Love you, too, baby. You know that. And uh, yeah. it's been great to have you here. Yeah. And hopefully I'm going to you know, be heading back to the quad and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hopefully well, we're going to be hooking time. up sometime this summer anyhow. Sure. One way or another. You sure. can come back down or you come up. So, you know, take each time to be together sometime. Yes, you know, absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been quite the special episode of It's Me Speaking to You, my pops, Kenneth Arthur Wilson is in the building and has taken a little slice of his time. I mean, and you don't know how precious this is, ladies and gentlemen. He, uh, Pops, Pops doesn't do the digital world. Pops is old school. You can't text Pops. You can't email Pops. You need to call him on yeah, the phone. Personal personal communication. I like it. Yeah, he doesn't do any of the, the interweb business, which is a beautiful thing, you know. So thank you again pops i yeah, love baby. you so so very much yeah safe pleasure. safe travels and yeah. uh you know obviously you're welcome back on the show 
anytime. I appreciate I might be a little better next time. You know, no, you hey, ladies and right? gentlemen, did he not do fantastic? Come on, man. Okay. Where'd I get uh, my stuff from? It didn't just come from nowhere. <laughs> You're hearing it right now. This, he's very demure and very chill in his presentation, but I'm telling you, this is uh, the man Swagalicious. His name <laughs> is Kenneth Arthur Wilson. I love you so much, Pop. Love you too, baby. Stay yeah. tuned, ladies and gentlemen. There will be more. No, it was just it was just interesting because we were talking about the, you know that that dynamic that social dynamic that people kind of don't get now. But I'm sorry, go ahead. There was oh, the yeah. friend, the letter, man. I was fascinated by that. Well, what was well the way it went down? Um, Jimmy, our buddy Jimmy, he was a neighbor, lived right behind us over on Sycamore. Randy and Uncle Bill. Um, I think when Uncle Bill was in the computer, uh, IBM out there. But anyhow, he got my address and all the information, and he wrote me a letter. And uh, we talked. He had a little pleasantry going, but down through the letter, he said, I need to apologize to you. He was talking about um, when we left the athletic field down there. We used to go down there and play all day, but on the way home, there was about four of us. And everybody wanted to drink of water, but they stopped at this tavern and I couldn't go in. So they went in and got a drink of water and come back up. Didn't even give it a thought because they knew I couldn't go in, you know. And then after he grew up, he started, I guess he, you know, looked back on it and said, damn, that was wrong. So he wrote And this down. was when you say you couldn't go in, I mean, this was all by the house or, or by the area we were talking about yeah. earlier? All down down on 12th Street in Quinston. Oh, okay. And it was by. It was a hot summer day. They wanted a drink, so they went in and got a drink. I couldn't go in. So they, you know. And this is Quincy. Out, I'm we, sorry. This is Quincy, Illinois. 1960. What? One, two. Oh no, that was that was. We were we were younger then. We was uh, probably uh, that was 50s, late 50s. Late 50s. Okay. Late 50s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, middle fifties or middle fifties to late fifties. But we were Ken and I were talking about how segregated and uh, you know the black signs we had them in Quincy. You know, at the at the dairy at the Dairy Queen where we got there, the vanilla window and the chocolate window. You know. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. They even commercial. Yeah. They even commercialized segregation. Yeah. So, but the, the, the letter you got though the letter you got though you said you still you still have it I got it somewhere mm-hmm. I mean I what was he up. was it did was it something you just held on to I mean was it was it something in it yeah, that made, you know it was just, what uh, was it what was it in the letter that made you hold on to it for so long well just basically it was from Jimmy and I thought it was very profound you know that he it, it's just a lesson in people learn later on in life how things really work you know what i mean right just uh he didn't realize that he was apologizing i've had a couple of my grade school buddies uh apologize the guy that uh lance and i and and uh, we used to go up there to the nascar races up in chicago and he was apologizing kenny said i didn't know what you were going through and i said well the thing about it you know you know, we were friends, and we just ignored it, you know. Didn't even give it a thought. 
Mm-hmm. But they didn't realize the prejudice and all the shit that was going on in our community. They thought Quincy was a cool little town. They didn't know how screwed up it really was, you know. Well, I guess it is cool when it, everything is all working out for you and you can go wherever you want to yeah. go. You know? Yeah, if you're not being discriminated against. And, uh, what know, is that, Pop? You think that's kind of what's going on today? People can't necessarily empathize what's really going on with a certain segment of society that's they kind of oh, often just t- don't know, baby. Yeah, they just don't know. Yeah, you know, if you haven't, if you never have been oppressed, you know, been uh, discriminated against or been oppressed or held down by society because of your color, you don't know what's going on. That's what's you know? so weird. As I was saying to Ken, uh, you were like, you know, you were the top star basketball player, but when you would have to travel out of town, you would have to go. Like you oh, just yeah. saying. No, we had restrictions, man. Even then, when I come out of high school, you know, we went to Pekin, Illinois, man, and there was some bad racial problems up there. We had to be escorted in town, man, <sighs> and out. <laughs> you know, police met our our team bus. You know, they would call ahead and tell us, "Here we come," and pick us up on the highway and get us to the gym. And after the game. Threw a couple cars behind us. They escorted us out of town. Yeah. So let me ask you. You 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 address this, and it's so funny because I was just talking to my older brother, and he was basically relaying the same story, if you will, where your coach was essentially <laughs> letting you know, you know, who you who you couldn't be messing with, right? Didn't your coach yeah, let you? Yeah. What did your coach oh, say yeah. to you? Well, after mom and I. Had a nice summer going around having fun. The girl, you know, got back to Coach Hanks and probably everybody in town that Kenny Wilson was dating a white girl. So, dun, 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 we got dun. Back. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, when we got back to school, about the second or third day of school, I was in study hall and I got a call to go report to Coach Hanks' office. So, I go down and, uh, he, you know, I sit down in the office and said, Kenny, how you doing? All that pleasantry shit. You've been keeping your nose clean? <laughs> I told him, I said, Coach, if you're talking about me dating Jackie McMurphy, I said, I haven't, I guess. You know, and that took him by surprise. Because he was looking for a big denial and stuff. You Waiting know? for you to punk out. Daddy, yeah. daddy ain't no punk. Him, daddy ain't no punk. Yeah. <laughs> he did something. He told me, he said, well, he said, if I have to kick you off this basketball team, I'll see that you never touch a basketball the rest of your life. You know, so me and mom, we just went undercover with our shit, you know. Which has they to be hard to do nothing. with a town like Quincy, Illinois. Right? Oh, you can't imagine, Jack. <laughs> you can't imagine, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mom you... and dad were scared to death because. You know, you the fly in the buttermilk. Place. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's yeah, one of them. Man. You know, we had we had we you know we got threatened. I got threatened. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it wasn't nice back then, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, nice. you know, I, I I just find that, and I find that fascinating when I was talking to Ken. I bet you do. No, yeah. I mean, just that's that you know somebody hit you up years later with you. Uh, you know, like you said, you've, you've had a few instances where cats have come to you and, you know, been apologetic as far as their conduct back oh, in the this day. Is but after t- I've been, yeah, this is one after I grew up. 
the letter, you know, to get wrong. to get yeah. a letter. You I'll know, find that I'll find that letter and uh, and let you check it out. You know. Well, it's good. Got, it's good that person had the had the sensibility or yeah. just the humility to send it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people were very yeah. unapologetic about about that behavior, but that's a beautiful thing to get that. However many years it later, was. That, that's the main reason I kept it. You know, it's kind right. of heartfelt from me. And you know, we man, like I said, we were shit sixth or seventh grade, man, when that happened. Wow. You know, it, it was we were fairly young, and there was a few of the white kids. Who just hung out and you know the folks didn't like it. We couldn't go by their house or nothing, but we could meet different places and play all day. You know. Well, please, and if you don't mind, you know, after Coach Hanks or this whole situation where you try to play a little close to the vest, my mother and her cohorts, God bless their souls, Barbara as well as my Aunt Chris and Aunt Barb, how they were riding next to the bus, you know, yelling, oh, "Hey." Man. Yeah, man, it didn't need that. I, you know, I, I, I could have punched my mouth then. I, you know, we heading out of we heading out of town for a ball game. You know, everybody, everything was kind of. We were the talk of the town. You know, mom and her rebel butt. Here she comes down. Here she come down the street. You know. Get up next to the bus here, and Uncle Bar- I her and that Barb just raising hell. I go devil die all this. You know, I said, "Oh shit, buddy, <laughs> this, this ain't what I need, man." You know, I'm trying to yeah. get me kicked off the team. We trying to play ball yeah. over here, Jackie. I'm just losing. You know, she was just. You know, we both had that attitude to hell with them, but there was there, we had to be discreet. Um. To a certain degree. Well, it's you know, good to see. Look, it's good to see where I got my rebel spirit from, Lambette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you had to stand up, baby. We had to stand up. Well, and that's a beautiful thing that you, you know? did, Pop. And it was a dangerous. I yeah. mean, a very dangerous time. I mean, I mean. <clears throat> well, it was. It wasn't no. It wasn't no good. We got out of Uncle Buck and I got out of junior high school one night, and you know I was tired of it, and he was my running mate. And there was a men's clothing store up on the south side of town, State Street. You know, we weren't no, we supposed to be anywhere close to there. Mm. After school, Uncle Buck come. I said, come on, man. We got some place to go. Said, Where are we going? I said, we're going up to the straight State Street clothing store. Where are we going up there for? <laughs> I, said, I said, come on, man. Let's go. Let's, I said, let's just make them put us out. You know, what the hell? So we went up there too. We wasn't in that store no more than two minutes, man. <laughs> what do you guys want? What do you want to hear? Oh, we're just looking at some clothes. You can't be in there. Get Hurry out up. of here, you know. Hurry up and buy. Uh-huh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah. we love to think that times have changed, which some of, to some degree they have, but. Oh, we done kind of regressed a little bit now, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Quite a bit, matter of fact, you know. Quite, but you see all this hatred stuff going on, man. You know, it's, uh, it's so well, crazy, right? I now. mean, even even going back to your time, you know, the sixties, et cetera. There's there's always been a lot of interest in keeping us divided, man. Divide and conquer has been a, a very, yeah. but you know, and, and that's what's so beautiful, Pop, and that's what's so beautiful about you, man. When I you know when I see you go around and you're just you, you really do go around and try to chat with people, et cetera. 
you know, it makes people realize we have more in common than we do different. You could easily stay in your corner and not go over here and talk to people because whatever. That's always been your thing, man. You've always, you know, let me go holler. You know, wherever you yeah. got, you and mom have traveled for these many years. You retired. <clears throat> you want to go meet people. You want to roll around. Hey, how you doing? I'm Kenny oh, yeah. Wilson. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, that's how you had. Time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying that's how, that's how you had that experience <laughs> down in Arizona where you're, you know, three, 4,000 miles from home, <laughs> you and mom are out yeah. there hanging out in the desert, and somebody, mm. you know, somebody starts talking to you about, oh, man, I remember this left-handed basketball player back in the day. He yeah. was nice as hell, yeah. and you're like, dude, you're talking to him. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. That never he, happens. He called me and said, you a lying motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't known me for five minutes, man. What are the odds <laughs> of that happening? But that's the beautiful thing, man. You would never know that unless... You know, you get out of your comfort zone. You could have easily allowed all that stuff you've gone through to make you put up boundaries. Like, ah, you know, these are just stupid whatever it is. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're not racist because you're married to a white woman. You had a bunch of mixed babies. But it's like you've you've never allowed that to stop and stop you from being the person you are. No, no, no. You know, we got the same right to everybody else, you know. You're right. I mean, and you always said that too, man. I'm a man. You give me man's respect type thing, you know. That's right. That's right. It's all, you know, you know, do one to others and you, you know. A golden rule, man. That's really what I'm all about, too, man. Just keeping it golden rule style. I'm just saying, don't ever Uh, think you're too old to get out there and still put it down. Because, you know. Yeah. 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 I hear you, baby. I hear you. You're still the man. You're still Kenny Wilson out here. I got you. Love you for that, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever forget. Okay, baby. All right, Poppy. You, um. You keep taking care, and I love you, man. I will. I love you, too. Thanks for chopping it up. We love you. All right. Love you, too, man. See you. Take care.